Welcome to Yogini Secrets. In this podcast, I seek to explore the ancient wisdom of holistic health and share the very best secrets to help you experience health, wellness, and self-efficacy in your longevity. I'll interview wellness thought leaders. Listen as we explore holistic practices and the connections to nature. Welcome to this episode. We're going to be talking about our digestion. This topic is continuous in my life. I have clients who are very young, tweens, teens, and clients in their 20s and their late 70s who are all showing signs and symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome on on a spectrum. An irritable bowel syndrome is a response, an inflammatory response of the body. It's communication to our bodies. And I just want to share this with you. This is a deep yogini secret because um, when I hear that this these signs and symptoms are presenting themselves, we know that your body is communicating. This is an area that houses the root chakra, and this chakra is a chakra, and the words that we're using here, you know, we're limited. I'm, I'm limited to my English language, and I know some Sanskrit, but really, if we start thinking about this in a more abstract way, ethereal way, you can begin to fully embrace what's actually happening in the body. When I share with you that the root chakra houses feelings of safety, feelings of feeling secure, it doesn't exactly describe what's happening in the bodies of people who live in the modern culture because in their minds, they might think, oh, well, I, of course I'm safe. I live in a safe neighborhood. I have, um, you know, a security system on my house. So how could that possibly resonate in my body and show signs and symptoms of inflammation in my, in an area that houses these feelings of safety and security? Well, it goes beyond that. So we're really talking about emotional feelings, which honestly, the capacity of feelings is very limited around how we can describe them. So when we live in a, in a beautiful home, a beautiful space that feels secure, it, it should be such that we don't have this kind of disorder this kind of disease in our body. But it could be such that we're having other kinds of these insecurity feelings for other reasons. It could be from some level of trauma. 
Maybe we have experienced visualizing violence through video games or movies, football games. We can embody that kind of feeling if we have any empathy or sensitivity in our bodies toward others. Many of us are sensitive in our world. And it could come from a range of a number of things, but if we could just analyze that hypersensitivity from hyper-exposure to modern technology, it can create a lot of energy in our bodies that <laughs> it makes us um, feel strongly when we might see strong things. Resiliency is a potent antidote to these kinds of feelings, but in a culture where we're exposed to radiant energy all around us, it can make us feel certain ways without our full cognition, our full awareness, understanding about what's actually happening in our bodies. So we're culturally inundated with multiple TVs in our home, working on computers, the requirement to do our own administrative work by paying bills online, booking our own medical appointments, all of this added time playing video games with friends, watching and consuming TV out of boredom. All of these exposures bring our sensitive nature into a capacity that we may not understand. And then we don't understand it, but we still feel it. You might start seeing signs of anxiety, people turning to quiet, minimizing exposure on their own to help them, intuitively doing so, which is lovely. You may see individuals tucking in more, minimizing, going out into public, showing signs of agoraphobia. That could be one manifestation, one, one coping mechanism to all of this exposure. When we see anxiety, fear, you know, turning into ourselves, these are signs that we should really think about our mood and what it could do to our body. These are signs that may present later on as the form of constipation, diarrhea, inability to really 
absorb nutrients in our bodies because we have inflammation in our gut, in the lining of our intestines. Our rectum might be inflamed. And in these symptoms that could manifest after after we see start seeing signs of this kind of processing of modern life, we find that the typical definition of security and safety no longer applies in our modern life. And while those parts of our lives for many people are valid, many people live in areas with danger, Many people feel insecure in a number of ways around having food security. We find that our lives can become intersected with communities that may be struggling and we find ourselves insecure in that way. So that is a whole other topic. The topic I'm really talking about here is general life in the suburbs, life in the cities, life in the countries where people are should be feeling secure and safe for all for all um, lack of detail, you know, but the, those, the body absorbs these feelings in a dynamic way that we haven't really created the language in our modern culture to explain these kinds of symptoms. Because the people that I am talking to and what I'm reading and studying about this is that these early folks like teenagers, tweenagers, early 20s who are getting digestive disorders, precancerous polyps. I've heard about two people in their 20s having colonoscopies because of these symptoms in the past couple of weeks. And I'm reading and learning that science is trying to keep up because this is a more common thing that we're seeing in young people. So there isn't an articulation of language. There isn't a study published about this. By the time the study is published, we will understand that the symptoms are either identified and taken care of and helped or they are worsened and have developed into something else. So we should hope that the Western medical system, the modern medical system, is studying and keeping up on all of these changes in the human body, adapting to modern life. 
in the stresses of modern life. But in the meantime, we can holistically understand that all of this radiant energy is not good. It's not good for young people growing up having to do their own admin work on the computer and entertaining themselves on phones and taking radiant energy in from their home technology, work technology, neighborhood technology. And while we can't, you know, get rid of any of this stuff, really, we can do good hygienic practices and shape our lifestyle in such a way that is nurturing to us to counterbalance the stresses associated with all of the energy that's flowing in and out of us. The body organizes it in a such a way that it begins to reverberate in our bodies if we aren't able to cleanse the bodies and, and transmute the energy or to eliminate the energy. So in this way, the answer to my clients who are not getting the care they deserve from their modern doctors, the establishment just hasn't gotten caught up here. The answer is to look inside the lifestyle and really take an honest look. Let go of pre preconceived notions about what you think a healthy diet is. Deconstruct the home life. Are you really living in clutter? Are you adding extra stress to your life simply by the way that you're living and holding your life in this space? And so a few tips that we can take to really absorb detract, transmute the energy is to take good care in our home, homemaking skills, our grooming skills, and nourishing our bodies well. To begin, though, really start with clearing the space in your home. Clear out any extraneous clutter, any any habits of hoarding, like collecting lots of different empty boxes to make something with, or lots of, lots of empty jars to do something with later. Get rid of all that stuff. There'll always be another one that you can find or borrow, or it'll just show up in your pantry at some point anyway. So recycle anything that's extraneous that you don't need. It takes up space in your mind as you look at it, as you have to move it around, as you have to store it, take care of it, get rid of it. You don't need it. Any kind of collections, really consider what's, what do you really need to collect and why? Have you outgrown these collections? Could someone else benefit from them? Perhaps donate them. Find a museum, find a Salvation Army, Goodwill, or a sweet friend down the street who might want to love these the way you have. 
let go of past phases of your life. If you used to have an aquarium, but the fish died, move the aquarium on. You don't need it anymore. If you used to really get into making ice cream and you make it twice a year, Maybe it's time to let go of that hobby. There are amazing ice cream places that you can go and get handmade ice cream on the fly. Really begin to look at how you are holding your presence in your life. Clean your house once a week. Clear it out. Take the time to do it with mindfulness and you'll really benefit from this grounding practice. You don't have to pay someone to do it for you. You can provide the warm energy needed to simply wipe off surfaces, vacuum, clean the windows from time to time. Make it a practice in your home to have tidying times throughout the day where after breakfast, everyone cleans up together. After dinner, everyone cleans up together. Make it a dance party, turn on some music, and bring joy into these activities because you're taking care of your beautiful place, your beautiful space, and your beautiful you. And you might make some friends along the way here. You might really create memories for those in your family that are fun around these kinds of practices. Consider it a practice. Make it a thing. Find the kind of dish soap that you just love. Maybe it's an organic soap where it doesn't have much packaging. Maybe it has a beautiful scent. Whatever it takes to get you motivated, do these things and create confidence in yourself and those around you. Nourishing your body. Let's move on to that. Nourishing the body with seasonal fresh food is going to be everything you need to reorganize the biome. The biome is nourished by our digestive system. Our body is a biome, just like the planet. We're our own little planet of microorganisms bacteria, all of that stuff helps us to stay healthy. So groom it, make it nice. Feed yourself with fresh fruits and vegetables first. Think of any grains, any kinds of meats. If you eat meat, if you eat like fake plant-based meat, think of that too as a meat. And use those things as a garnish. Simple. Two ounces of that kind of protein. One ounce of grains. Just a tiny amount. Or eliminate grains altogether until your body has reorganized itself. By having seasonal foods, the DNA in the organic seasonal foods is going to communicate to your digestive system what it needs to do to return to good health. And like I said, the language here is limited to my English vocabulary. 
But that's what happens. Our DNA has a communication connection when we eat food that also has DNA. And it lets it know what's going on in the world. So it, it's much like our diurnal nature. When we rise with the sun and sleep with the, with the moon, when the sun sets, it helps to organize our sleep patterns, our rest, and it helps to restore the body. It's exactly the same thing with seasonal foods and our digestive lining. It's exactly the same. It helps to restore the lining. It helps to bring it into its pure nature of the season. And we become part of the season. We become part of the elements in the food that we're eating. Nourish your body that way. It's very simple. Hydrate the body. Drink hot water with lemon or just straight hot water. Lemon can dry us out. Straight hot water is great. Lemon can be tasty. Whatever it takes to get it in there, drink it. Drink it with tea. Drink it with herbs. However you need to do it. Drinking cumin, coriander seed, and fennel seeds as a tea is powerful and potent to the digestive tract. It's a very simple medicine. You take the whole seeds, you boil it in water, discard the seeds, save the tea, and sip on it throughout the day. Make it fresh once a day. You can sip on it throughout the day. It will calibrate the tissues in the, in the digestive tract, and it will reset and renew this area of the body. Think about your elimination. Are you able to eliminate in the morning? That's generally a good sign of robust digestion. So if you're not eliminating in the morning, drink the hot to warm water right when you get up. It will help to purge all of the waste from the night before. Now, some folks are advocating for drinking salty water at night before you go to bed. That can be a good thing, too, especially if you don't have hypertension or anything like that. All of those minerals can help reorganize the digestive tract to work in a more powerful way. It's really that simple. So try these things. Let me know what you think. This is all just a very simple lifestyle attunement that can make profound strides in your health and wellness. It's actually more profound because it's the easiest thing to do is to protect your good health. And in you, if you see signs and symptoms, you can attune the lifestyle and over time, it'll take a while. It might take four to six weeks for things to really juice up. It might take longer if you're very ill. But it's easier to do these things than to tax the body with a, with a stressful lifestyle, a poor diet, lack of hydration, lack of exercise. I didn't even talk about exercise. But that's important too, walking. Just a 20-minute walk twice a day. It's perfect. It's really all you need to, to keep the bowels moving. You can certainly get 
very tedious here and do yoga or Pilates or work out at a gym, whatever works for you. But 20 minutes a day of a walk is great. Having a cute pet like a doggy or a kitty can be helpful too. Anyway, I hope you enjoy these secrets. These are secrets of the yoginis, yogini secrets. Yoginis know these tips of Ayurveda. It's very important to us as yoginis to keep our spaces clear, to keep our bodies clear. I'm going to talk more about the yogini diet in my next episode, so stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so grateful. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye. Have you been considering a holistic skincare regimen? I have been using Blue Beautifly products for a few years and am obsessed with the quality and the efficacy in how they are created with so much love. I enjoy the Ayurvedic herbs as well as the inclusive nature of other holistic modalities including science. The founders are scientists. This brand is 100% plant-derived. They don't have any of that funky artificial stuff inside. They donate 20% of the profits to help children and women in need around the world and encourage reuse of their bottles. How awesome is that? The link is in my show notes and use the code beautify b-e-a-u-t-i-f-y 10 beautify 10 to receive 10% off of your purchase i'm so excited to share this with you and i can't wait to hear how much you love it If you are curious about how to realize total body vitality and want to build better connectivity with your body, mind, and spirit, book a free connection call to explore the various practices that may benefit your personal health. Book the call at calendly.com forward slash yogini prana. You will learn so much in this call about your body that no matter if we decide to work together, you will be empowered with a solid action plan to help you begin mastering the five steps to total body vitality in your body.